Movie Hour, episode 158, November 17, 2011. Spoiler alert, people. The following hour programming will contain both movie plots and swearing. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Mina Savari I'm So Sorry Movie Hour. I am Greg Maloney, your host for this intellectually awesome show. Uh, tonight I'm joined by two companions in crime, my brother James and everyone's favorite Dutchman, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hey, kids. Hey. Hey, I thought you'd like that one, Jeff. I, I did like that one. Maybe we'll just start calling you the Dutchman. Like, the Dutchman. Like, I know the that's... flying you know, Dutchman? Mm, no, he doesn't deserve The it. sailing Dutchman. The sailing the drinking Dutchman? The drinking Dutchman. He's our DD for today. We're going to we're gonna have to work on that. That's a special thing. There's potential here. There's potential. I, I like the idea that it's DD, so you're like, oh, this is our DD, yeah. and I can just be shit-faced wasted. <laughs> like, you're not, no, no, our drunken Dutchman. <laughs> it works on so many levels. Oh. Yeah, we should have a Dutch friend just to do that. With it's possible. It's possible. Um, it's been a rough week, as everyone knows. Uh, the Lions fucked up this weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Bears fan. Yeah, whatever. It's uh, just shot ourselves in the foot. It's okay, Lions. You're gonna bounce back. Everything's fine. I'd like to take this time to thank Matt Stafford for handing us the game. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, I don't think he handed it. He threw it to you, didn't he? <laughs> that may be true. Multiple throws were involved. A lot of throws, and uh, it's been a it's a tough time. I'm trying to trying to get my head in the game for you know Thanksgiving. It's a holiday I take seriously. It's one of my uh, one of my favorites, which I guess we'll uh, we'll touch on that more next week. You're ready to be disappointed on that day too. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, Green Green Bay dominating. Did they win yesterday? I don't even know. I'm yeah. sure they dominated. Yeah, easily. Fucking a man. Yeah, that's two swear words already. I'm on top of the game today. Yay! Stop. Um, but yeah, it's been been a tough week. Back came back here to discuss the show with you guys. Back in the back in the studio, I've got a chicken pot pie uh, in the toaster oven in the stu- in the the kitchen area we have. Hopefully the interns don't get to it. So we're gonna have to make this a little quick. I have a frozen pizza in my gut. Yeah, uh, it's sounds awesome. It is. <laughs> it is. I hope you heated it up before you <laughs> yeah, ate it. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I hope you. I know I'm it's warming like, it up now. Right, right. But yeah, of of uh, like every week, come here to discuss movies with you guys. We uh, um, we do a lot of a lot of discussion about the movies, and not a lot of discussion about the show. And I do want to mention, there's been a a lot of comments about the Parker Posey on Facebook this week. We appreciate all that. And I, no matter where you guys go to uh, get the the podcast, whether it be gungapit.com uh, or iTunes or whatever. I just want to say that uh, I love you guys. And I love uh, Jeff and James. Welcome back uh, to the show weekly. And this makes my day. It really does uh, coming back. Yeah, and don't pirate our show. Don't pi- don't pirate our shit. It's cool. We're, uh, we were looking for a new sponsor, Netflix. We sort of uh, shot down. They uh, keep crawling back, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Netflix. Sorry. Uh, but I do need to start our uh, official movie discussion with the Hollywood Hoopla, and an apology to yours truly, our DD, Jeff. Um, last week, uh, we have, maybe we'll actually uh, get the sound bite. Um, I don't know if Jimmy can get us that for us, but um, yeah, here it is. We got it. I, if, um, I had to, if I had to guess, I would say Billy Crystal. Like, I feel like he's just on retainer. <laughs> yeah, so of course we need to start with uh, an apology. Jeff, you were absolutely right. Yeah, well, I mean, no surprise there, right? I sort of want to skip the whole apology thing. Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think our I closet mean, uh, 
closet fan of the Oscars. You seem to know all about them, know who's best for them. Yep. I think you'd like it. No, I just know that Billy Crystal happens to do it a lot. So that it's that's really what I what I based everything on. I was looking at the numbers, and I know Jeff, that's your domain, not mine. But uh, my apologies once again. But I was looking at the. I mean the letters guy, by the way. <laughs> I mean the letters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> or symbols. Can I at least have symbols? That's so I didn't know this, but apparently the Oscars is still like the second highest in terms of ratings broadcast of like the year like there's the super bowl then there's the oscars and it still is jesus that amazes me it uh That's terrible. it had 52 million i think two years ago it went down to 48 million like last year and i've got a feeling you know billy crystal he's you know he's old that he's that's for sure and i, I just got a feeling they're gonna keep going down but I don't know. It's just me, man. I was re- I was reading up on the numbers and how much like money they pulled in for advertising and stuff like that. And they're still asking for the same amount and whatever. Screw the Oscars. Not interested. Thanks, Billy. Crick. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. They're in February, right? I don't even know. Screw yes. the Oscars. Um, in terms of <laughs> other things, I'm disappointed with. I uh, I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, I did see some clips of Jack and Jill Adam Sandler's new movie that came out last weekend. And I had the option. I, I had a small window where I could have went and saw it. And I learned my lesson um, on actually discussed on this podcast before when I went and saw grown, grown ups. And I just can't like I just can't believe this guy is still making money on this thing. Like it, it made uh, I think it made 28 million over the weekend. Second opening uh, just behind the Mortals, which is pretty much the new uh, graphics orgy. Fest. I'm just curious on why it even crossed your mind to begin with. Jeff, don't you hate the whole dual role? Yeah, it was an actor it, thing. I know it, it was. Just seems like it's totally not in your wheelhouse, but it was thinking about it. I was, I was. It was just one of those where it's like, okay, I've got a window here. I should probably check catch a movie for the podcast. What works out? Oh, Jack and Jill. I I don't know what would make you want to see that movie. Yeah. I cannot think of anything Adam Sandler's been in since happy gilmore which i'm not even sure would be funny anymore <laughs> that is even close to worth thinking about watching uh happy gilmore is still kind of funny i think i caught it like two years ago and it was still funny i'm i i don't i mean i i still quote it right. all the time but uh, so it must be funny <laughs> right because god I, knows i never say anything that's not funny right, but right i like i just i don't think that he's done anything I think because I think I just hold him on a pedestal because he was a hero of you know our childhood in a way like it was our formidable years for sure and um, I think uh, I I think uh, I think that's why I just I hope he can turn it around but and I like a movie like that and I'm just surprised it made so much money too I wanted to bring up that to bring that to a bear there's really nothing to compete with it though yeah. <laughs> For sure. What Eddie Murphy wasn't putting out the same exact <laughs> fucking movie this week because it seems like this is the exact type of type of tripe that he. Uh, no, no, he he was busy in Tower Heist, but yeah. I can't believe Tower Heist didn't go straight to video. By the way, <laughs> seriously, like, uh, yeah. I mean, none of these There's movies. A lot just... of names in Tower Heist, dude. Like, there a lot, are a lot of names in whatever that movie with Woody Harrelson and Alicia Silverstone and John Cleese were. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> 
I don't a, know what that movie is, but I gotta go watch that, it now. That's a movie. It's called it's called like Bamboozled or something. I, I'm pretty sure it's Bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up. Anyways, if there's somebody that caught Jack and Jill and wants to uh, stand up for it, I found it interesting that do not oh. come on the show because we will ridicule you. That's <laughs> basically how he should finish that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah possibly. The the Jack and what was interesting about the Jack and Jill movie was uh, Rotten Tomatoes, another another site as good as Gungapit.com. Whoa, um, whoa, it. It literally had zero rating from like 40 critics for the first two days. Mm. It was just hilarious. Nobody had the heart to give it anything. It was kind of funny. Uh, but anyhow, yeah. enough on that. That Jay Edgar movie's out right now too, and that that just does not appeal to me. Yeah, it came out. It came out same weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. It came in fifth, I think. Yeah, fifth for the weekend. And you know, there's just, the thing about Leo is I still think of him as like a man boy like he's not an adult yes, me yet. i know i know i've been <laughs> saying this for years yeah it's just like he's always on the verge yeah, of growing up but i, see, I just, see man boy <laughs> i see that i don't know it's um it's it's got uh, it's got oscar bait written all over it that's for sure but um it's got my girl naomi watts in it uh but uh, i guess it doesn't have anybody's boy in it but it's i don't know it seems interesting it's the probably the uh most interesting political thriller. Like I remember when um, uh, Ides of March came out, and it's like eh, not so much. And this one actually appeals to me. I could like if this were playing. When... Uh, see, I'm the exact opposite. I think I, you'd rather see Ides of March is like three or four times higher than J. Edgar for me. You're crazy. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely crazy. Marissa Tomei, ever whoever. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sure if you had your choice, <laughs> yeah, if you had your choice. If you're going to the movies this weekend, you would be lined up for Twilight: Breaking Dawn Part One, right, James? Like. Oh, this coming weekend? It's this weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? Not... What are you gonna do? By the way, well, I just want to interject real quick. It's called Scorch, not Bamboozled. Bamboozled <laughs> something totally different. <laughs> it's when you trick somebody into giving you something. Um, yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> yeah, this it comes out this weekend. What I found hilarious about it is, af- well, you know, Breaking Dawn Part One, aka the they're gonna have sex on screen movie, and everyone's gonna go see. So- I forget, is this the part with the vampire sea well, section? Well, it's that in two? this, I don't know, because it's in the book, in this movie, but they could split it right down the middle. I have no idea. Um, well, I guess yeah, maybe. Yeah, split it right down the middle. Yeah. I, haven't, I, I literally have not looked at a trailer for this movie, so they might like uh, hint to it in that. But yeah, it's just like, I God, somebody, somebody look up, hold on. Yeah, I've got it right here. I cannot get enough of reading this this plots. Like, there's three parts of the book supposedly, like three different parts where it's under three different perspectives. The first, the first paragraph, the first I got to read. This is right from Wikipedia. Breaking Dawn is split into three separate parts. First part details Bella's marriage and honeymoon with Edward, which they spend on a private island called Isle Esme, whatever, whatever. Two weeks into their honeymoon, Bella realizes that she's pregnant with a half vampire, half human child, and that her condition is progressing at an unnaturally accelerated rate. After contacting Carlisle, some dude, who confirms her pregnancy, she and Edward immediately return home to Forks, Washington. Edward, concerned for Bella's life and convinced that the fetus is a monster and continues to develop with unnatural rapidity, urges her to have an abortion. However, Bella feels a connection with her unborn baby and refuses. This is a tale for the sheeple people. Awesome. I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock the people that want to see Twilight. It's a. It's an entertaining movie. I'm sure. I saw her on a talk show, and she was just the most uncomfortable guest I've ever seen. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. yeah. She's just like 
nervous energy, just like I don't want to be here. That nervous laughter and everything too. If there were like throngs of people waiting for you every mile you walk, like I... we see that in Hollywood all the time, and all those people do fine on talk shows. She was just, yeah, it was weird watching. I believe it. I um, have you guys seen the the Snow White and the Huntsman? I have not yeah. seen that trailer. She's in this movie um, as Snow White, and it's just hilarious how there's the giant full trailer. It's two minutes long. They show Kristen Stewart. She doesn't say a word. They just keep her mouth. Just don't have her shit say anything. It's- I don't think she's that bad of an actress. Yeah. <laughs> what have you seen her in that you would, uh, would say so? Um, Into the Wild uh, is the thing that comes to mind. She was all right in that. Yeah. Um, I agree I, with that. I, you have that pouty face. I've seen something else. You have that pouty face. Oh, she was in the uh, Adventureland. Right, she was in Adventureland. She was also all right in that. Yeah, that's fine. I think she's a great person. I I just think the movie's very interesting, to say the least. Christina Ricci, great. Christine, <laughs> Christina, yes, I do, I do. So anyhow, uh, for everybody that's out enjoying that movie this weekend, uh, look out. You have to wait a full year to watch the second one, yeah. which another thing I find interesting, just because Harry, like Harry Potter, did eight months between their part twos. I guess uh, studios are. I'm guessing the the studio said, wait a minute, if they did it, we're going to do it four months later, we're going to make more money. No problem. This is, it's genius. Yeah. Hey, we'll, like, we'll go 12. Right. It starts uh, it, it starts off with making the second one, but like, think about if Lord of the Rings came out now. Like, there, there'd be six Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. They'd be crazy not to. <laughs> Why don't we just make... They're doing two hobbits. That's true. There you go. See? Absolutely. Case in point. From now on, every any sequel is in two parts, people. You guys, Lord of the Rings three, would, they would have made it into six movies by itself. <laughs> the the end would have been two movies. <laughs> After the rings already destroyed, you've got two more movies to go through. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just wanted to shoot yourself. Why the fuck am I going to see this? It's already over. <laughs> That'd be awesome if they could pull it off and have some success that would be hilarious <laughs> um i do <laughs> to wrap it's just up, called epilogue or something <laughs> <laughs> to uh to wrap up the high hunters the high hunters issue i've got a secret i had a secret question for you guys i planned this one out for you um didn't want to didn't want to hint it hint to it earlier uh we i love looking at you know the latest blu-rays i've actually been looking at deals because it's impossible to look at deals or not look at deals when everyone's pushing Christmas on you already. I just already doing Christmas shopping. It's it's just it's born in me. I just love to shop. Shop till you drop. That's what I do. Uh, but I'm done already. I'm gonna do what I always do on Black Friday, which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we do need to go out and just look at Black Friday lines and say so incite a riot. Where are your kids right now? Like are they- uh, your idea, your idea of just bringing the full, the human sized mirror yeah. <laughs> where the science says, look at yourselves. <laughs> just, it is brilliant. This is what's it- happened. I used to work in one of those uh, in a in a nameless retail mega store, an electronics mega store uh, that has ma- massive uh, Black Friday deals. And I just remember I would show up at four in the morning that day for work, and the line would already be around the building, just psychos, lunatics, just chomping at the bit. And the guy, the guy that's been there since, you know, like. Basically, like noon the day before, that guy gets a four dollar laptop, and everyone else is pissed off. Like, how come you don't have any more four dollar laptops? <laughs> you know how long I've been waiting in line? Like, do you know how long the guy in front of you has been waiting? Yeah. In line? <laughs> I uh, friend of the show, Paulie. He's he's got to be 
at he runs a, a local cellular store and he's got to be at the place i think it's like they're opening up he needs to be there at like 8 p.m and they're just running all night and it's just insane just absolutely insane. Uh, but anyways uh back to shopping and and what i was doing i was looking at a uh, blu-ray releases and there were some notables and my question for you guys is with the following three blu-rays that came out this week i, I think they come out on tuesday so actually as we're recording right now um these Blu-rays, there's a Tom Cruise collection, which includes Top Gun, Minority Report, War of the Worlds, Days of Thunder, and Collateral Damage. Also, there's a Blu-ray, Evil Dead 2 comes out, and The Lion King comes out. What's most likely to That's end a up? Package? What's most likely to end up in your collection out of those three? Jeff, you first. Same again. Evil Dead 2, The Lion King, and then a Tom Cruise collection, which includes Top Gun, Minority Report, War of the Worlds, Days of Thunder, and Collateral Damage. If some stranger op- knocks on your door, you open it, and he says, choose one of these, which do you pick? Evil Dead 2. Next question. Evil Dead 2. Yet. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. I, uh, Jam- I'll i hold my- on mine uh, mind for now. James, what's your pick? Uh, I would definitely go with the Tom Cruise collection. Yeah? Just mo- yeah. more bang for your buck? Is that your strategy? That, and I don't like horror films, so Evil Dead 2 is out. It's-, so it's, it's really that versus... You know what? I think Evil Dead 2 would be like your gateway drug to horror because it's not even a horror movie. It's as a compared to Evil Dead 1. It's basically the same. It's plot, pretty damn better. close, but it's there's more, Evil Dead 1. There's there's definitely more comedy in Evil the part Dead 2. where the forest rapes the girls like the only funny. <laughs> <part>. <laughs> what a, that is a funny part. What about the part where like the the bad guy is clearly like a thing that's on like a, a cart with wheels, and Bruce Campbell hits it with the axe and it just falls down like like it is just like a dummy. It's I don't know. It's great. I love that part. So he hits it and it just like the entire thing like bends over like one of those dummies that you punch when you're a kid. It's awesome. I have the problem with me is I have my problems distinguishing the first one from the second one. They're so close. Like it's like all right, which one's the one? Where the girl that's the girl that gets thrown into the basement that turns into the the witch the hag whatever you want to call her ends up just jamming the pencil into the other into uh one of the oh that's two that's two oh that that always gives me the creeps but I love that part uh, but out of the three hey I'll swallow yourself <laughs> it's a fantastic movie hey. if you haven't seen Evil Dead two yet I'd recommend it uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Lion King obviously is gonna make a billion dollars. It's a you know it's a go-to. Any any time that somebody's over, you can throw in the Lion King. No one's gonna be offended, right? Lion King doesn't offend anybody. Evil Dead Two. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna go Evil Dead Two. I was gonna do Tom Cruise, but even with the five movies, I just I don't know. I don't know Tom. Top Gun though, you know that's Top Gun. always a crowd pleaser. That was the only Days, one. Days of Thunder has a special place in my heart. Does it? Yeah, I went to a first date to that movie. It was awesome. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> How many bases did you get? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Tom Cruise was too enthralling. <laughs> got thrown out trying to steal second. <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. Anyhow, so I just wanted to get that. Uh, the Holly Hunters, Howard Hoopla. That was the, the general news of the week out for you guys. Uh, there's one thing. Be- before we get to our Park Posey play along, I want to throw out a, a general... Uh, disclaimer, not a disclaimer, but more of a uh, info um, to you guys. It's coming up this next month. We have Christmas coming up with Thanksgiving's first, obviously, then Christmas. And we're going to be doing the Family Feud episode again. Family Feud episode being 
Uh, we get as many people probably, you know, we got to put it at a reasonable limit, but to get as many people to listen live and uh, show up on the show. Uh, we do a recording where we just do sort of like a family feud ask uh show uh circled or pretty much uh, around movies can i just surprise we can only have go with joker's people. wild instead do what joker's joker's wild that kind yeah. of show just show up with joker's I'm wild press your luck yeah no whammy no whammy no whammy no whammy stop no whammies no whammies no whammies stop yeah i don't know i uh i'm sort of a family food guy sorry maybe i don't want to do jeopardy as long as it's not jeopardy i'm happy I suck at Jeopardy, but I can never, never could say who is and what is. And all. we'll do Cash Cab. I'll drive you guys around. Yeah, that's a good idea. Anyhow, um, we're gonna get the we'll get the recording date for you guys as early as possible, so we can get as many people. And like Jeff said, it's tough. It's we could probably do twelve. Sometimes we have couples on, and we have them like share a mic, and that works too. But uh, the more people, the merrier. We always are talking and hanging out during during and after the show, so we'll get that date to you when we can. And uh, yeah, so I guess this gets us to our Parker Posey play along. Uh, G, which was my question. I was about to say it was Jeff's question last week, but Jeff gets the new one. Um, it was my question last week, and it was a tough one. Uh, I'll throw that out there, and I got a lot of answers for it. The question was, uh, if uh, what movie would you pick as an iconic movie of the '90s of the 1990s? Because it just doesn't seem to have any kind of uh, persona. The '90s, the '80s, everyone remembers. The '90s, eh, I don't know, not so much. Uh, we got a lot of answers. Uh, what was interesting, got answers on Gugabit.com and on the Facebook page, and there were a couple picks for The Matrix, which I didn't even cross my mind. I, uh, it's a great answer, and it's definitely been a movie that action-wise and the like, the cinematography-wise has been mimicked after it was created. There was uh, the Wachowski brothers will pretty much put them on the map, and they have sort of, I don't want to say squandered, but haven't done anything as crazy since then. But Squandered. There, so. <laughs> squandered it's out there uh but there are a lot of another couple of interesting picks um shawshank redemption which is i think sort of like a, a popular choice but uh the one that i liked probably the most was a uh, friend of long list of the show tiffany brought up pretty woman and how pretty much in short like what Die Hard was the action movies pretty woman was to like the romantic comedy like it was just you know boy meets girl one of them does something wrong and goes to extensive lengths to fix it. They get together. And then there would be like one or two offshoots from that. And it's, uh, it's a good pick. I like it. And it's got George Costanza in it. So and it good. has George Costanza, mm-hmm. of course. Jason Alexander, everybody's favorite. So does Shallow Hal. He's in Shallow Hal. I did not know that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. He's a major part in that. That's fantastic. But anyways, uh, so the Parker Posey play along. We're going to bring the question to Jeff's realm here. So, Jeff, take it away. Okay. We have done a similar uh, one in the past. I believe it was Greg's question. I believe it was about two and a half to three years ago that he yeah. asked this. So, um, oh, But what Greg asked was um, what I believe – and I didn't look this up, so I might be wrong. But what person should have a biopic about them? Oh, a biopic. Yes. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> What what I'm going to ask is what event oh. do you think needs to be covered in a movie that, to your knowledge, has not yet been? Interesting. Interesting. Like a, a and, documentary view, a realistic view of what happened or like a fictional spin on it? Well, uh, you know, I mean, like a like based the, on a true story type. Like does something like Titanic count where they insert an entire different storyline into sure, it? Sure, Titanic would count. Okay. Titanic would count really? for certain. Okay. 
Uh, see, that leaves the door wide open. Right. Let's see. Right. Let's see. And I am going to go with D.B. Cooper uh, jumping out of a plane after hijacking the plane, <laughs> which makes it sound sort of like a biopic, but it can't be a biopic because nobody knows who he is right. still, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> which is pretty cool. I, I'm a fan of this guy. All right. Well, like, so, yeah. Do you, were you like reading, reading a book about it recently or what? Um, Not too terribly long ago. Uh, the less good than us, but still pretty decent podcast stuff. You missed in history class right. did a thing about DB Cooper. And I, I thought about how incredibly sweet it was uh, that this guy got away. Uh, like, so yeah, I don't what, know, what, the guy got away with it. Nobody which, gets away with that. You stick with the event, like pretty much. It's pretty like it's stranger than fiction. It really is. But so are you going to stick with just pretty much that story or you just see it? You see it going from the crime, like the hijack happening. And that I think just... I might do like a like a Zodiac style um, <laughs> thing about it. Like, did you ever see the movie Zodiac? No, I know. I have not. Oh, OK. Well, that was a, a similar thing where they still they don't have they have a pretty good idea of who the Zodiac killer was. But the, the crime is officially unsolved. And like it sort of starts off like you, you have like a couple of characters that are like the detective type people that you sort of follow around through it. Right. Um, and that I think I would go that direction with it. Zodiac's a pretty good movie, by the way. You should you should watch that movie. Yeah, I there was uh, another uh, friend of the show, our our uh, Dan W, and I answered Fargo for the answer on my Parker Posey, and that's another movie where I'm like, dude, I haven't seen that movie yet. I feel awful. You haven't seen I, fucking I know, Fargo? No. Wow. I know. I'm I'm such a Coen Brothers fan too, and I have not seen it yet. Uh, it's actually, you know what? I think it. I think I even have it, and I haven't seen it yet. So I need to. I, I pretty much promised them that I'm going to solve that problem immediately, and I'll, I'll rectify it by next podcast. I'm so going to watch all the Coen Brothers movies tonight just so I can beat you across the finish line. <laughs> There's not a chance. There's not a chance. You have to get through Lady Killers, so have fun with that. <laughs> what makes you think I haven't seen it already? <laughs> I have. I, I have. But, I have. Yeah, so I'm, I'm breaching here. James, do you have an answer? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Like... Any any event you want, period. That's- yeah, I mean, it can be, like, I guess, like, what true... It doesn't even have to be focused on, like, one little thing, but what, like, true life uh, historical thing that you would I, you think deserves a movie. Mm-hmm. We already have 2001 A Space Odyssey for everything we need. So next, what do we want? Man. I kind of want to just do the the BP oil spill just so we can have people play like Kevin Costner and, and uh, what's his face? Uh, James Cameron trying to help out. God. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see people cameo it. Cap- oh, I want to be James Cameron. Okay. We'll cast you. What did James uh, Cameron do with the BP oil spill? Wasn't he like offering his services and had like this? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that, remember we talked about this. Oh. It was hilarious. Yeah. I, 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 I remember know. the Kevin Costner thing, like how he designed some ship that would. Yeah. I remember the James the James Cameron thing. I was in Waterworld. I can help. <laughs> <laughs> He's Kevin. Kevin, we're sorry. Like you're a great philanthropist. We don't mean to be mean. It's it's. Uh, apparently, his idea wasn't totally terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. Oh man, yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling for a real one. Um, it's tough, dude. It really is. Um, it's just so wide open. I I, I think I'm gonna do. I want to pick like, I don't know, like I, there's and there's movies that have been done on these things too. Like things that come into my mind is like I just want to see more about the like just the Enron incident or like the financial like white collar crime stuff really interests me. Like it's 
it's not anything on the on par with what Jeff was saying, but or what Jeff picked, but something where just behind the scenes we don't really know what happened to begin with, and then just dramatizing the hell out, hell out of it. But I'm just trying to think of like um, the skin. The the best thing I've got right now is the whole breakdown of uh, Osama getting killed. That's the best thing I got right now. Ooh, that's pretty good. Well, you'll be able to see that soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I want to see Michael Mann's version. Damn it. We have a live listener, Davies, offering up the Lions' 0 and 16 season. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius. Can we get an wow, that's great. A bad news, Lions. That's fantastic. Adam Sandler can be Adam Sandler can be the QB. Can, can be all parts. Yeah, he can be the QB and the ref, and it'll be like a major league. It'll be like major league all over again. Um, that is good, man. I am stumped. I need to pick something. Yeah, we're going with Osama. Yeah, that'll you'll. Uh, there's definitely some some stuff stuff in the works for that. There's a couple books out. You read the book, James. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. Um, hmm. I don't know. The other thing, the other thing that's popping in my head for some reason is just I want to know more about circuses. I want to know more about. I want to know about circuses. I want to know about I smell toast. I smell toast. Happy brother. I love land. I am stumped, dude. I'm just gonna like. I don't know. I do not know. I might. I'm. I don't want to say just Enron, and there's been movies about that already. I gotta pick up something unique. I'm gonna. I'm stumped. I'm gonna have to. What's the Kwame Kilpatrick story? <laughs> I'll have to pick something for the website, but I can't think of one. Jeff, you killed me. All right. Yay. Greg's out. Jim and I are running the podcast. That's it. I'm done. I, I was I was kicked off the island like uh, a year ago when I got stumped. Yeah. So I think you're the only person who's never been stumped. What's funny so. is I've been thinking about like I've been thinking about it and I keep thinking of other movies that have covered it too. It's just I'm pretty sure it was Jeff's question that stumped me too. It was uh Jeff's an asshole like that. <laughs> no. It was uh what part of a movie did you laugh at that nobody else did? I didn't answer. I couldn't answer that one. Right. I think that was a Jeff question. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something I would ask. Right. And uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I can't think of it. Like, I, I don't want to just go with that around because I think it's an awful idea. An awful pick. I'm going to have to I'll pick a better one for the boards. Some- the Val Kilmer story. Oh, that's the Val- yeah. The Val Kilmer story. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, it is a good question. I'm sorry I wasn't able to pull it off. But uh, they already made that. It's called real genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jeff, one more time, uh, this uh, the question will be at the boards, gungapit.com, and also uh, on the movie our page on Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, Jeff. What real-life event would you like to see made into a movie? Right. And it could be documentary or dramatized or... Sure. You know, either either one. You can figure it out. Um, I did, yeah, the, the North Face movies, which was one I just saw recently, which was a perfect example of what you're talking about. A little bit of dra- dramatized version of what really happened, just... Uh, amazing movie uh, anyways so yeah uh, live listeners James Jeff uh, thank you again for being part of the show uh, and thank you so much for your input thanks for stopping by everybody hope you enjoyed it drive safe people thank you all for listening uh, and again any way you guys get it through uh, iTunes gunkbit.com wherever we appreciate Facebook Facebook we appreciate you guys listening and uh, yeah see you next time Amina Savari I'm so sorry movie hour take it easy